Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bishani and Creighton. Here we go, 9 o'clock, final hour of the program. Glad to be with you, 713-572-4610. Appreciate you joining us on Twitch and YouTube. If you'd like to be a part of the show, 713-572-4610. You can call or text, tweet at us as well, at Pete Creighton, the number one, at Sean Bajani. For myself, the Astros, before we'd come on this evening at 7 o'clock, in and around the uh, 5.30, 6 o'clock hour, news broke. Uh, first to report it was the Athletics Chandler Rome that the Astros and Jose Altuve agree on a new five-year, $125 million pact, making Altuve effectively an Astro for life. He's uh was set to become a free agent after the season. Uh, now the 33-year-old Jose Altuve, a part of one of the most important decisions I think ever made uh, by the Astros franchise to keep its greatest player a member of the team for life. Altuve will be entering into his 14th Major League season. Uh, sweetheart of a deal, too, by the way. Hometown discount, however you want to frame it, it's a good deal for everybody involved. The first three years of the deal, which begin next year, Altuve will be getting paid $30 million per the final two years at 10 per, but he gets a $15 million signing bonus PC this season. Right now, bada bing, bada boom, hits the bank account. That's got to be a great, great feeling. I know it is for the rest of Houston Astros fans. How about a 16 year old Jose Altuve signing for $15,000 <laughs> out of Venezuela after he came back how many times from no kid, you're too small? No yeah. kid, you're too small. No, kid, you're too small. Hell of a ROI. Now he's going to have career earnings of $300 million. Incredible. Well-deserved. And as you mentioned earlier, if he'd ever hit the open market, I mean, that thing career earning-wise could have approached half a billion dollars. How many times, if, if you were under six feet tall, how many times did you have a coach tell you, nah, man, you're too small? Yeah. Too small. You got to go somebody else. Jose Altuve is... 5'5", five, five. I was listed at 5'6", but that's probably with his cleats on. Mm-hmm. Uh, always told he's too small. He's going to go to the Hall of Fame, and he's going to make $300 million. It's a beautiful thing. Um, it has been a thing for many, 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 many years in sports. And, you know, there have been an anomalous few that have proven that school of thought wrong. Uh, you go way back in yesteryear in Major League Baseball, but you've got two of them now in the city of Houston. One with a long-proven future Hall of Fame track record in Jose Altuve for being, I don't know what he's officially listed at these days. Was it 5'8", five, 5'9"? Five, Stands no taller than, you know, maybe 5'6", in really sharp cleats standing on concrete. Um, but you also have Tank Dell uh, with the Houston Texans, who had been told the same thing time and time and time again. Uh, And he was one of the most uh, impressive of the bunch brought in by Nick Casario, D'Amico Ryans, and the Houston Texans this season and will be fully healthy, baby, here in just a few short five months or so when training camp gets going once again. Uh, Looking forward to uh, the rest of his story and the rest of Jose Altuve's story, which will be all told here in the city of Houston. Altuve is listed as 5'6". And 166. <laughs> they actually have him listed at 5'6". Um, he is not 5'6". Yeah, he might be a little... Uh, he might be a little shorter. He is not 166. Barefoot, 5'4 and 3 quarters, maybe? He's probably closer to like 180. <laughs> and I am not talking about he's got a pasta belly. Jose Altuve is really solid. He's <laughs> He is... Let's just say 
he is uh, what they would call thick. There is, there is, this is not, a, that is not a, hey, I, I ate a little too much. I drank a little too much. Jose Altuve is as strong as a friggin' ox. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. So you got Altuve. Signed, sealed, delivered here. OPS plus last year of 151. 51% better than league average. Yep. He's at, been he's been better than league average at all 33. the three seasons. Yeah. It's it's incredible. Hey, look, I I said earlier, I think um I I think it's too much to expect Altuve to extrapolate the production that he had last season into, you know, 145 games this coming season. Uh, assuming that's about what he plays. I think that's what he's kind of on pace for if he's able, knock on wood, to be fully healthy uh, for the 24 season. He's not going to play 162 games, nor should he, okay? But I, I do think it's a little too much to expect what he did last year to do it again this year in a full schedule because you look at his OPS numbers, his OPS plus numbers, a lot of those numbers. They're kind of top three, top five in what he's been his entire career. It was a fantastic 90 games that you got out of Jose Altuve last year. Do you want another fun with numbers type thing? Give it to me. Number of sec, name all the second basemen who have made career earnings of $300 million. Jose Altuve. End of list. Yeah. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> I thought you were going to ask me to go back to like the uh, 30s and 40s with like Charlie Garringer and yeah, guys like that. They didn't pay no. quite that much back then. <laughs> Not even close, man. Holy smokes. It's $300 fun. million dollar second baseman. One, Altuve. Yep. Two, end of list. Done. <laughs> yeah. So what's next? What's next for the Houston Astros? What does it mean for the other big name guys like Alex Bregman? who will be an unrestricted free agent in 2025. For Kyle Tucker, who's going to be an unrestricted free agent in 2026. Same thing for Framber Valdez. What does it mean for those guys, but the first two particularly, um, coming off of the heels of an article on Cron.com written earlier today by Jerome Solomon in a sit-down interview with Jim Crane, where Crane talked about Altuve, deal done. What did he have to say about one Alex Bregman, though? Quote, he's another good one, a little younger, a little different circumstance. It depends on whether he wants to test the market or he'll sign a deal with us, but we'll definitely make him an offer. That was the quote from Jim Crane talking about Alex Bregman. So what about Bregman? What about Kyle Tucker? Does getting a deal done with Altuve make you feel, and I think the timing of it is important too, does the timing of this deal make you feel a little bit better about Maybe the Astros trying to get something done, a lucrative deal with Kyle Tucker at least, because a lot of people feel like it's been either or. It's going to be one of the two, Tucker or Bregman. You can't have both. I think, you know, when you're reading between the lines here on what Jim Crane is saying is that, look, they got the deal done with Altuve, and they got that done done very quickly, Mm -hmm. right? Because last Friday, they hadn't had any talks, and here it is Tuesday, and in 24 hours... They've got talks and they got a deal done. Altuve took a hometown discount. All intents and purposes reporting has indicated Alex Bregman is not looking to take a hometown discount. Now, does that mean that he won't? No, but everybody thinks that he is not going to. If you look at all the long-term deals that the Astros have done, be it Jordan, be it Javier, uh, everybody that they've done a long-term deal with... Mm -hmm. They bought out some arbitration, and they got kind of a a hometown discount. Lance McCullers gave him a discount. So does does Bregman have to give them a discount for him to stay here? Because this is just like Crane's trade-off. You want the years, you want the money, fine, but you got to give me a little bit of a cut. Mm -hmm. Does Tucker want to go on the market and get obscene money. I think he does. Does Framber Valdez want to hit the market and get paid like, I mean, look, he's a stud left-handed starter. Does he want to get paid like a big-time free? We've seen the contracts that get handed out Mm -hmm. to big-time pitchers, especially big-time pitchers who don't have injury concerns uh, on the market, guys who go deep into games 
There's not a lot of those guys. Fromber's one of them. So let's pose it this way. And you can get in on this 713-572-4610. Man, I haven't said that in eight years. That felt good, didn't it? It did. It really did. 713-572-4610. If you can only pick one, Bregman, Tucker, Fromber, who's the one you sign? You can only have one. Who do you sign? You sign Bregman? Third base, premium position. Do you sign Tucker? 30-30, gold glove defender, always healthy. Do you sign Valdez? Potential Cy Young pitcher, left-hander, works deep into games, holds the record for most consecutive quality starts in a season. Which guy is the guy, if you can only have one, that you sign? It's so tough to me because you're including a pitcher amongst two other position players. If it was between Bregman and Tucker, you know, gun to my head, I'm saying Kyle Tucker. And in large part, it's been because of how durable and productive he's been. And he's a five-tool player. But you include Fromber Valdez. I put such a premium on pitching. And the the guy that we've seen Fromber become... And the guy that we'd seen Fromber Valdez be at times, which is absolutely untouchable. Um, and yeah, a guy that goes deep into ball games, a lefty, they don't grow on trees. That makes it difficult for me. Pick one of those guys who I think has the potential to be, you know, close to being an Astro for life you know, and being here in the heart of this championship window that still remains open, and could it be opened even more beyond 2025 and into 26 and 27? Who could be that catalyst? That's that's very difficult for me. I'm between Tucker and Valdez, and gun to my head, I'm probably saying Kyle Tucker, and it has a little bit more to do with the faith that I have in this organization and what they've shown me the last couple of years. Fromber being an example that they can go and find pitching, develop pitching, pay for pitching. That's that's really why I would choose Kyle Tucker. So Bregman is 30 years old. He's going to make $30.5 million this year. Mm-hmm. And... He's a guy who's so he's a free agent at 31. He's a guy who's had multiple leg injuries in the past. He's been a postseason performer for you. He's been a second half performer for you. He's been a first half mystery for you. He plays a premium position. He plays it very well. Fromber is 30 years old. He's got one more year of arbitration left, so he'll be a free agent at 32. Mm -hmm. Giving 32-year-old pitchers long-term deals is extremely dangerous. Mm -hmm. Pitchers get hurt more than anybody else. And it's, it's almost impossible to justify giving a pitcher over the age of 30 a long-term deal because the injury is just going to happen. Right? Yeah, I mean, guys who like to think a pitcher is not going to have some sort of shoulder and or elbow injury. For example, Johan Santana was an absolute workhorse. Mm-hmm. 200 plus innings every single year until all of a sudden he wasn't right. All of a sudden, you know, the Mets gave him a zillion dollars and first couple of years, he was great. Then he started having injuries until ultimately he winds up tearing his shoulder capsule and that essentially ended his career. Mm -hmm. Even if you've been really durable for six years, seven years, eight years, at some point, all the wear and tear of throwing all those pitches get you. Clayton Kershaw was a workhorse until all of a sudden started having arm injuries. And now he's a walking injury. There are very few Nolan Ryans. That's why he's in a Hall of Fame. Sure. Roger Clemens. Different era. Guys who just, they're always healthy. They 
it seems like they're just made out of rubber and they just take the ball every fifth day and they fire. There's I there's no way I would give a 32-year-old pitcher a five-year deal. You're not waiting to 32, presumably, though, to give Valdez his new contract. No, but that's when it would start. Basically, his contract, or even if you buy out the last year of arbitration, his, quote, free agency, when you no longer had team control and now you have to pay him, is going to start at age 32. Mm-hmm. So if you're if he wanted a five-year deal added on, but you buy out the arbitration, it's just going to be a six-year deal. Now you're just gonna you're gonna pay out that extra year and then go forward. Right. Tuck is 27. It's a lot easier for outfielders to stay healthy than pitchers. Yeah. He's a guy who's never been hurt. And again, outfielders easier to stay healthy, remain healthy. He's 27. He's the best bet. Now he will be 29 when he becomes a free agent. Mm-hmm. I'm not giving him 10 years. Seven might be on the table. I think seven should be on the table. I think eight might be on the table. And that's why I said earlier, we're going to find out just how influential and maybe how much flex power Dana Brown has as the Astros GM by whatever that initial offer is reported to Kyle Tucker from this organization because they've not given long-term deals like that. I don't think they've given a deal longer than six years to any player ever. And if it's reported that Dana Brown and the Astros have extended a lucrative seven or eight year deal to Kyle Tucker, to me, that goes a long way. What's the AAV? Is it proportionate to what Kyle Tucker would get on the open market if, in fact, they let him hit? Is it front loaded like Altuve's deal? And that's the smart, I mean, that's the smart play. I think every contract, you know, if a GM had his way, if an owner had his way, you'd want it to be. It's not always the case, though. No, you pay him the most. Is it going to be deferred? (laughs) You know, do you look at something like that? Pay him the most for when he's going to be his best. Yeah. And then pay a, a lot less at the back end. That always made more sense. That's how you could tell. Like when teams like the Marlins would hand out big contracts and they were all backloaded. It's like, yeah, that guy's going to be a Marlin for two years and then he's mm-hmm. getting moved. You know, Is so, that John Carlos deal? Yeah. So <laughs> with, like with, with the Astros, with the fact that they front-loaded Altuve's deal, it's like, okay, well, you know what? If for whatever reason he breaks down or things go sideways as he gets older, he's not crushing their flexibility. Mm-hmm. If, if they had to go, like, okay, well, you know what? We, we have to figure out some different ways to to utilize Altuve here. Okay, you can because you're not paying him $30 million. If you give Tucker a seven, eight-year deal, but say that age 34, age 35 season, he's making $25 million and early he might make $36, 37000000 million, that makes a lot more sense. Hey, if I got a DH Kyle Tucker at age 35 or 36, yeah. And I'm paying them $20 million. And think about, you know, when you get seven years into the future, the tax line is going to be way higher than it is now. Yeah. So there's a lot more money, a lot more flexibility. Pay him more now while he's at his best so that later on in his career, if he's not at his best, well, he's not killing you. The guys that the Astros are committed to beyond 2025, as it stands right now, beyond 2025, Now that Jose Altuve's got his new deal, it's Altuve, who in 2026, you're going to pay him 30. You're going to pay Josh Hader 19. You're going to pay Lance McCullers 17.7. You're going to pay Jordan Alvarez almost 27 million that year. And Christian Javier 21.4. That's it. Those are your highest priced guys beyond 2025. It is very much about the future in working this jigsaw puzzle to keep that championship window open for as long as you possibly can. And for everything that you just said about the numbers going up in terms of that tax threshold, it's true, but you're going to be making a lot of decisions that affect those future windows, those future uh, salary tables, presumably this season and into next season when you talk about guys like Kyle Tucker, Fromber Valdez, and Alex Bregman. 
And maybe they already know what they're going to do or rather not do with Alex Bregman. But it's a very real question as it relates to Kyle Tucker. It seems to me that guy knows exactly what could be waiting for him when he hits the open market, if he hits the open market. And I think he really wants to, unless the Astros are able to wow him. Does it need to be a 10-year deal for Kyle Tucker? And is he going to wait two more years to get said 10-year deal? You know what's great about that year, though? Yiner Diaz, Arb won. <laughs> yeah, Hunter beautiful. Brown, Arb won. Mm-hmm. You gotta have you gotta have some some high performing low cost guys. Sure, and Pena's right in that category too. Jeremy Pena's right there, Arb one next year. No, oh, those guys are two years out. That's twenty six. They're Arb one. Pena is Arb one next year. Next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I still include him in that. I mean, you've Jake got Myers time. is Arb one next year. Oh, yeah. Brandon Belak, Arb one next year. Dubon's Arb three. Next year. Hey, Doobie, uh, congratulations. He he won his arbitration case against the Astros. He's going to make $3.5 million this year. What did he win it by, like 500000 500, Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Well-deserved, man. Uh, Got himself an extra half mil. Doobie, Doobie a fan favorite and uh, a Bajani favorite. There's no doubt about that. All right, Patrick Creighton, Sean Bajani, Area 45, uh, Chris Santiago producing. Coming up next, you're going to be on or off? It's bandwagon time. Stay there. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Come on aboard, yeah, he's been off the wagon two years. Off the wagon? I think it's off the wagon. I think it's on the wagon. You're back on the wagon. Right off the wagon. What the hell do you know about wagons? I know enough not to get on them. Told you. All right, it's time to get on or get off. Here comes the bandwagon. You know, it's Super Bowl time, Radio Row. And, yeah, there's a ton of different guests who are out there hawking their wares. Some tell better stories than others. But one time-honored tradition, I'm being generous here, time-honored tradition about Super Bowl week is... Players in the game being asked questions that make you say, what jackass just <laughs> asked that question? And has he been removed from the building yet? Yeah. Let's start with Brock Purdy, quarterback of the San Francisco 49ers, uh, being asked if he looks like one of America's most well-known assassins. Pictures of you and, and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the internet right now. People think you two look alike. Did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh. Physical comparison. Eh, yeah. Yeah. I don't. Eh. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Not to be outdone. Because, you know, 
Talk about rings Lord. at the Super Bowl, and everybody wants to know, is there going to be more than a Super Bowl ring that could possibly happen at the Super Bowl? Could Travis Kelsey be putting a ring on the billion-dollar princess? How's your Spanish? Terrible. <laughs> Absolutely atrocious. Last question. Is there going to be another ring besides the Super Bowl ring if you win this thing on Sunday? I'm focused on getting this ring. That's uh, that's, that's all that my mind's focused on right now. Dodge, duck, dip, diving. Good answer. Dodge. Good answer. And then there's this one, the one that I think is, even with a Lee Harvey Oswald question, this one, I think, is the absolute winner of did this guy lose his credential for asking this question? Listen to the question that was asked of Patrick Mahomes. What is your best Kermit the Frog impression? I'm talking right now. That's it. <laughs> I mean, Mahomes basically bleep oh you. God. People who ask idiot questions so good. should be thrown out on their ass immediately. Are you on or off the bandwagon? Oh, I'm sorry. I got Mahomes and Kermit in my head right now. Hey, who? Kermit the Frog here. People that ask dumb questions should be out immediately. Uh, I'm off, man, because I enjoy it too much. <laughs> I enjoy it. I mean, that is like free reign. You know there are, like, the sport journalists are outnumbered by all the other schmucks, like, 10 to 1 at the Super Bowl. You're getting people that write for XYZ magazine that nobody's ever heard of in their entire life from all over the world, and they're responsible for a lot of these dumb questions. And I love it because, now, outside of Brock Purdy, they were all pretty good responses. Purdy being the very vanilla, buttoned-up, kind of boring guy that he is. Uh, handled that just about I would expect him to. But, yeah, um, I'm, I'm off the bandwagon. I enjoy it too much. I'm off, too. I mean, the content that we're getting from these questions, come on, man. This is this is hilarious. And it's all about the content. Yeah. By I'm the off. way, by the way, the guy that had the question about Purdy looking like Lee Harvey Oswald, did you see a picture of Lee Harvey Oswald in side-by-side to Brock Purdy? I did not. Do that and then hit me back. It's pretty damn good, man. It's still a horrible I, question. <laughs> I saw something like Lee Harvey Oswald, like out of sight, out of mind. I saw somebody compare uh, John Harbaugh to Brock Purdy like weeks back on Twitter. And I thought like, yeah, you know what? Harbaugh could be his dad. Quite possible. But So we have a unanimous empty bandwagon, but for different reasons. Okay. See, I don't want them to get thrown out on their ass for asking the question. <laughs> I want when they when they ask an idiotic question, I want them to have to be put on the podium for all the athletes and the other reporters to start asking them stupid offensive questions and make them sweat. Then throw them out on there. Like list. Richard Sherman did to that poor journalist years ago. Do you remember that one? <laughs> did you do your research? Did you? You know, but what about this? Did you do your research? <laughs> So first I want him to have to get grilled, then throw his ass out. All right, number two. Have you have you watched any of The Mandalorian? No. Okay, so former MMA fighter Gina Carano. Mandalorian, sorry. That's what Carl Weathers was in. Yes. All right, okay. No, I have not seen that. You're the one that told me to watch it the other day. I think. I, I, I've told you to watch it many times. Anyhow, Gina Carano used to have a a part in that show. But then she started saying a whole bunch of false and disproven things politically on the ex-tweeter. Got called into the office of, hey, you shouldn't be saying this. Why don't you apologize? No. Why don't you come meet all the people who work on your show that you've offended? Screw them. You're fired. She is now suing Disney that she was wrongfully terminated over her political views that she posted on social media. She is being funded by Elon Musk. 
Oh, boy. He is footing the bill as Carano claims she was fired for not conforming to a, quote, progressive orthodoxy that is espoused by the Disney company, uh, especially as it pertained to COVID policies at the time. I don't think she quite understands a few things, but she is suing Disney with the backing of Elon Musk. If Elon wants to waste his money, he can send it to my cash app. (laughs) Are you on or off the bandwagon? Uh, I would like Elon's money. Yes. <laughs> um, does he really need to get involved here? Like that, that was my first question. Like I, I'm off the bandwagon. Like he doesn't one need to be involved. Like let her sink, you know, sink her own ship. Like why bother with that situation? Um, Yeah. I want him to send me some money too, so, I, so I guess I, I'm on or off. I mean, I, I'm a little confused. You're you're on the bandwagon. Okay, yeah, then I, I'm on. Yeah, I, I'll send him my cash app, my Zelle, my Venmo. I mean, whatever. All that. All that. Yeah. All that. I'll take the help money. me out, bro. We got our own problems exactly. too. If you don't want to waste your time with stuff like that. Are either of you familiar with a band called Suicidal Tendencies? No, no. They have a song called. Is that like uh, death metal? Ah, uh, thrash metal. Okay. They have a song called. Send me your money. <laughs> and it is very apropos. In fact, Sea uh, Dog, you should you should find that song so we I can play you. it. Uh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> I, Elon, listen, I don't need billions. Just, you know, like put five mil in my cash app and, you know, I'll support any wacky stuff that you have to say. Jeez, you, know, you want to go from, five mil? I'll take half a mil. Uh, listen, My if goodness. Got, Eli can afford five mil. <laughs> Probably got that walk around his pocket. Do you ever hear like about these uh, mistakes that people make, like dealing with like Coinbase and cryptocurrency and things? Like and they go into their wallet and they'll accidentally find like somebody moved money into theirs. Once you do that, there's nothing you can do. You can't undo that. I was so hoping that would happen. That is the day. joy of crypto. Yeah, crypto is like legal money laundering. Yeah, every. I can dig it. Just get to the refrain part. (laughs) I can dig it, though. I didn't know I liked uh, thrash metal. Oh, love thrash metal. (laughs) ST was a great band. But, man, yeah, just, you know, I mean, Elon's probably got five mil in his pocket. Yeah. Here you go. Ready? Turn this up. Oh, you missed it. Come on, (laughs) C-Dog. There you go. <laughs> just just send me the money. That's our anthem to Elon. Elon. Elon's got more money than he could ever possibly spend. Just throw a few bucks my way. I'm going to put a couple of kids through college. Uh, then I'll put a couple more kids through college. Yeah. Send me your money, Elon. On that bandwagon. All right. That's going to do it for bandwagon. I want to get on this guy's bandwagon, man, just like C.J. Stroud did, but I just can't do it yet. I'll tell you what I mean next at Sports Radio 610. Send me your money. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Area 45 with Bishani and Creighton. I feel like I would have yeah. beat everything, though. Like, I was, that wasn't my goal to, like, kill the rookie. I wanted to be the best in the league. I wanted to be MVP. Yeah. And I told my boy Caleb um, after we played the Steelers, I'm like, he like, man, you, you definitely going to get that rookie of the year. He said something like that. I'm like, that's cool. I want the MVP. And I think since I missed those two games, I kind of got out of the race. But, right. um... It's all good, you know. Like I, I got next year, you know. I'm gonna just work work my tail off to get that done next year. But I wanna I wanna do more than just MVP. I wanna be one of the best ever, you know. And I think I have the right to think like that. And I, I think I can do it. Texans quarterback C.J. Stroud. That was him on the Pivot podcast earlier today with Ryan Clark, Fred Taylor, and Channing Crowder. Uh, we've played a lot of the audio from that podcast throughout the show. Really, really good stuff. Uh, you can check out some of that stuff on the podcast um, on SportsRadio610.com if you'd missed it. He didn't pull any punches um, defending one MVP hopeful also this season when he was talking about Brock Purdy and also gave his prediction um, on how he thinks the Super Bowl is going to wind up. We'll have those here in just one sec. But I, I said coming into this segment, I can't really get with him on his thoughts on Brock Purdy. And I could better explain why after you hear what he said about the 49ers quarterback. Take a listen. I'm going to break down the quarterbacks for you because I, I don't like how I don't like how people do Purdy. I think Purdy is a good player. I think Purdy is a hell of a player. There's, I was watching a video today on the bus back uh, from practice, and it was like all his touchdown throws, and it was like uh, great throw, basic throw and like all wide receiver and like half of the throws were like no most of them were, were great throws but some of them were like basic there's nothing basic about being an nfl quarterback right nothing like let, like let's get one thing clear there's nothing easy about being like i don't care if somebody seems wide open like there's a lot of operation there's a lot of things that have to go great to get that person wide open and you have almost everything to do with that of course, like other people, like OC got a call to play. You got to read the wristband, right? Like it could be one little thing that knocks off that that person isn't wide open. So like, let's let's clear that out. Like, I don't think you can play at a high level like he is and and just be average. Like it, that just doesn't happen, you know? Like, do I think he's on a great team? Heck yeah! Like, don't get me wrong, he has a team full of dogs. That team should be in where the Super Bowl. Right. They should be where they're at. But you got to have somebody pull the trigger. Exactly. You got to be somebody that's going to lead the locker room. It's a lot of things that people don't see that I know he's in there doing because they're winning football games. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's something that I just wanted to clear, man. Like, Purdy is a dog. Like, you've seen what he did this last week. Now, do I think he's – I'm not going to say he's not top five or he is, but, like, of course, like, you put other people in that position, they're going to do well as well. But, like, you can't. You can play the what-if game all you want. Everybody can he's say what-if. He's there. He's yep. doing it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I got so much respect for that dude. All right, a couple things here. I'm not trying to crap on Brock Purdy by in, in any way, shape, or form. I actually love what C.J. Stroud said about Purdy there, PC. I think he hit the nail absolutely right on the head when he was talking about like people making this guy out to be an average guy, a game manager. I don't think the game manager words actually came out of his mouth, but that's been the narrative of a guy like Brock Purdy. I don't even know what the hell that is. I don't know what a game manager is, really. I've never understood that when people said that about, you know, Matt Schaub back in the day when they said that about Jimmy Garoppolo or Eli Manning. You know, all these things. Like, what the hell? Like, they all played meaningful football games. Many of them got into Super Bowls. 
Brock Purdy's in a Super Bowl. You want to call him a game manager, we're fine. I don't know what the hell that is. I just know that he plays and executes the offense as good as he possibly can. Look at the numbers and look at where his team's at. However, can't call him a dog yet, man. Laramie Tunsil can throw that name around. You can't call him a dog. If he plays his ass off in this game, then he's a dog. If he wins the Super Bowl, he's a dog. If he does something remarkable, if he makes a play to give the 49ers, like, go-ahead points, win the Super Bowl, he's a dog, okay? But you you could defend the average guy. You can defend the game manager. You can defend what kind of season he's had. All fair points. But you can't go dog. Like, the dog rises above everything else. Like, puts the haters in their place. He's got to go perform in this game. He can't rely just solely on, like, Christian McCaffrey and George Kittle and their defense or whatever. He's got to make plays. And the problem is, for so long, game manager has been used as a derogatory term, right? It's like a slur. I think to it a still is, and I hate it. It's it's like being called a game manager means you're kind of a scrub, and you only win because of the guys around you. Like they make you better. You're you're not the guy. Mm-hmm. And I think that in reality, a game manager is a guy who. Makes all the throws he needs to make, takes care of the football, executes the game plan, executes the offense, wins football games. Doesn't try to do too much. Now, maybe these are the guys who can't make that no-look Patrick Mahomes pass. They can't make that Lamar Jackson 58-yard scramble. Right? They are... Just they're good players who use their brains and play to the best of their ability. Mm-hmm. I don't think you should get knocked for that. I don't either. I, I mean, I it, think all those things are called playing good football, doing what you're asked to do, and sometimes just playing within the system. I saw reports that Baker Mayfield is going to get like a $40 million deal this year, which yeah. is like no friggin' way. That guy's a game manager. Baker Mayfield's not out there winning any games. But this year, he played like the guy that you thought was going to come out of Oklahoma. He was smart. He used his legs. He mostly kept the football out of trouble. He made some important throws when he needed to. He stayed within the offense. He didn't take unnecessary risks. And he trusted the players around him to make plays. I mean, that's when you have a Mike Evans and a Chris Godwin, you're supposed to trust, hey, I've got two star receivers. I'm going to put the ball where they can get it, Mm -hmm. and they're going to go get it. It's not like you're trying to hem it. I'm going to hem this thing through three defenders. We saw C.J. Stroud do this. I'm going to hem this ball through three defenders in a window as big as a quarter, and I'm going to drill Nico Collins going over the middle. Yeah. And then he did it. Yeah. Because some guys can, but even, you know, some guys know they shouldn't even attempt it. And Stroud, we played some audio earlier where he was talking about with the guys on the Pivot podcast, like, you know what? Like, I it took me four or five weeks to figure out, you know what? It's okay to take the check down. Like, I don't need to try and thread the needle and do extra stuff and put players in position uh, to do something spectacular, right? Like, just take what the defense gives me. Third and one. I don't have to throw a 30-yard pass. Mm-hmm. I can throw a three-yard pass and get a new set of downs. Yeah. I'm going to give you a list of Super Bowl-winning quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to pick out certain ones, you know, guys that are not locks for the Hall of Fame. And you're going to tell me, would you rather have that guy or would you rather have Brock Purdy? Let's start with Nick Foles. Would you rather have Nick Foles, prime of his career, or Brock Purdy? Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. That's not even a question. Would you rather have Joe Flacco, Brock Purdy? You know what? It's it might be kind of the same, but I, I would take Brock Purdy right now because there's a small sample size and a lot of promise. Would you rather have Brad Johnson oh God. or Brock Purdy? Come on, Brock Purdy. Trent Dilfer, Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. I got to dig a little bit here now. 
Uh, I, I hope think I'm, that's pretty good. I hope I'm not getting too far out of your range here. Mark Rippin, Brock Purdy. God, I Rippin, uh, Cincinnati Bengals. A uh, former Washington team. Lost. Oh, okay. Yeah, Redskins. Can you say Redskins? Come I, on. I don't know. Are we allowed to say that word? Not a dirty word. It's the R word. It's not on the George Carlin book of things to not say on the radio or TV. Yeah, well, the seven dirty words have probably been updated. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, I mean, I don't remember him, but uh, no. <laughs> Brock Je- Purdy. Jeff Hostetler? Brock Purdy. Come Doug on, Doug Williams? Won a Super Bowl. <laughs> Jim McMahon. Is Jim McMahon the worst quarterback to ever win a Super Bowl? Man, that's doing some digging. There's probably a, a few guys that you could have a conversation with um, there, but... I think he might be the I worst I mean, I'm taking Brock Purdy. The worst everyday, regular starting quarterback to win a Super Bowl might be Jim McMahon. I'll take your word for it. I need to go over that list. But again, I, I, would, I would safely say that there's probably... Three or four guys that you could have a conversation with that can maybe take that title from McMahon. Like Nick Foles. Like Nick Foles. Like Nick Foles. Yeah, we might have. Here you go. There's a quarter of the work done for you already. No, and I get it. Like Brock Purdy is not Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes is, you know, quarterback God. I get it. But that doesn't mean Brock Purdy is garbage. And if a guy's like, oh, game manager, as if that somehow means he's garbage. Okay. You guys watch Daniel Jones? He's another one that I'd mentioned earlier. Um, yeah, I just I I hate that term. I, I don't understand it for the life of me. And I, I almost I'm interested to know, like, is that term kind of been more attributed to guys executing the West Coast offense and being given the moniker of a system quarterback? Is that ultimately it? Because even then, so it ultimately comes down to I told Chris this earlier. Well, a guy drafted in the right time, right place, right system. Like, that's called winning the draft. Well, Trent like, that's Dilfer. called finding the right guy. Trent Dilfer was and, considered a game manager, right? Don't put the ball in danger. Don't make the critical mistake. Let the defense kick ass and just, look, we get field goals, we get field goals. Mm-hmm. Don't turn it over. Don't put our defense in a bad spot. Yeah. Game manager. C.J. Stroud weighed in on Patrick Mahomes and who he thinks going is going to win the Super Bowl. Take a listen. Mahomes, man, uh, he's on his way to be better than anybody, you know, and somebody that I respect and I, I grew, up, grew up watching and, um, you know, him, Brady, uh, Montana, those are the guys and we chasing, you know, so um, just number respect. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I got the Chiefs. Um, I think that defense is playing at a high level. I like I like Bolden. Um, I like um, Chris Jones. Yeah. McDuffie's 22. McDuffie, yeah. 38, uh, 38 is yeah. Sneed. That's the two. Those, guys. Yeah, yeah, those DBs are playing at a high level. Reed is a baller. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Travis Kelsey. Like that, that tandem and that experience at that, you can't buy experience. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got the Chiefs. I wouldn't be surprised if the Niners didn't run for their money, though. CJ Stroud on the Pivot podcast with Ryan Clark, Fred Taylor, and Channing Crowder. Uh, just really, really good stuff from CJ. Uh, didn't hold back. He's got the Chiefs. I think a lot of people have the Chiefs. I know I'm in that category. How do you bet against Patrick Mahomes? You don't. It's the same thing that we said for years about Tom Brady. You don't bet against Tom Brady. I mean, the, o- the only Super Bowl he lost was because he didn't have either of his starting tackles mm-hmm. who had each gotten hurt uh, in the AFC Championship game. They lost both starting tackles two weeks before the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. You can't exactly fix that. What was that game? Thirty-one and to nine. Tampa's defense like just you know ran roughshod through their offensive line, but he's Patrick Mahomes. Kansas City's defense is really damn good. I know the Niners' defense gets a ton of credit and deservedly so. Kansas City's defense is really damn good this year, and you're telling me that a guy like Chris Jones who wants to get paid, mm. uh, he's not going to have a little motivation? Oh yeah. Uh, you know, guys asking him if he's wearing underwear because of his uh, draft combine incident. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, but like, the Kansas That's City defense is legit. Though. Yeah. And look, Debo and Brandon Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey are all legit star players. Mm-hmm. Brock Purdy's got to get the ball to his guys. He's going to face more pressure. Mm-hmm. Than 
what he usually sees. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. We've got the rest of the week to uh, dive a little bit deeper into the Super Bowl in the game that will be. We'll do it um, tomorrow on Wednesday right here on Sports Radio 610. If you check this out on Twitch, YouTube, we appreciate you. We'll see you right back here tomorrow night, 7 to 10 on Sports Radio 610. For Chris Santiago, did a great job producing. Patrick Creighton, I'm Sean Bajani. Have a great rest of your evening. Good night, everybody. I'm watching you, Hughley. Thanks for the show, man. Really enjoying it tonight above all nights. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.